This podcast brought to you by Earthlink. Hollywood, author of CNN's Buzz Report. And I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNN's The Real Deal. Tom has a new obsession. Yeah, this is uh, this is interesting. So I I, I kind of liked the show Lost, but I hadn't really got into it, and it's hard to jump in on TV in the middle. So I went to iTunes, and I started buying the old episodes <gasps> and just got totally hooked. Bought like three or four episodes, watched them on my laptop. Granted, they are not very good quality, Yeah, you know, but they're good enough to watch. And so I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I want to catch up on this. Went out and bought the DVD. Look at you. First season of, on DVD. You, you are... <laughs> no, you are. No, you are. Veronica, you are Molly. a poster child for goodness. I know you're just the model, and that they're looking for. I totally agree that spending two dollars for that, if I were going to buy, like I didn't buy the whole season on iTunes because yeah. I'm like two dollars a piece for this quality. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah. But as a sort of like, you know, I could spend seven dollars on a beer, a teaser, or I could spend six dollars on Lost, mm-hmm. and not have a hangover. <laughs> Dude, you get a hangover from one beer? Okay, no. Just having the desperation anyway. of not but knowing what's I going mean, on. If you're just buying like three yeah, I think that's, of them, just think, as a tester of, of a show or to check something out, I think, yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And also they Lost give is you, awesome. They should give you a discount in bulk. They should. More of a discount in that bulk. That is very true. Yeah. Kind of like buying a full album. Yeah, like yeah. $2 for one episode and then $1.90 for the second. You know, yeah. the more you buy. I thought they had a season discount, but maybe not. They do. They have a small season discount, uh, but it's not. It's not enough. Yeah. Well, really, you're not going to watch the whole season. And it's cheaper than the DVD. It's like $35, I think, for the first season of Lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's $60 if you buy the DVD. Although but you, you get can find extras. it cheaper. Yeah. And you get extras. Yeah. I didn't pay $60 for mine. I have to put the DVDs on my holiday list, my holiday of unspecified mm. nature list, because I need the extras. I need to know if there's clues in there. What have you been doing lately there, Veronica? What have I been doing? Yeah. Yeah, I noticed your arms look a little oh, limp. They're kind of hanging limp at your sides. I played, <laughs> I played six hours of Warcraft last night. <laughs> Jeez. And afterwards, my hands are like really not okay at all. I believe it. There should be a whole... I'm surprised that they don't have sort of an ergonomic, like they should have ergonomic setups for PC gamers. Yeah. Or would, Xbox gamers, because even my Xbox control starts to hurt my hands after a while. I would take you to task on that, except I spent six hours watching Lost. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just as much of a... Which I is spent- funny, because that's what I would be doing if I wasn't playing Warcraft, is downloading episodes of Lost. But that's the problem, because I'm at work all day, I'm on the computer all day, I'm editing, mm-hmm. doing whatever. Yep. And then I go home and sit on the computer for another five hours. We need mind control. It's a hard knock life. I need some exercise. We should become miners or something that would be easier on our bodies. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Molly, I am a miner all on the, my character on Warcraft. All the miners in our audience are like, yeah, Not. screw you. Yeah, boo-hoo, people. But you know what I haven't been doing is listening to any Sony CDs. That's right. Me neither. Because it's still going. I know. I'm sure you guys are getting tired I'm of this topic, going, but you know what? Going. We're not going to let up until all of you have emailed your congressman. I was going to say, from the forums and emails, I don't think people are getting tired I of this I don't think topic. so. And they shouldn't because it's insane. So Sony has begun recalling, finally, finally, some infected CDs. Right. It's a limited recall. They said Monday they'll pull some of their most popular CDs from stores in response to the backlash. So and they good will, on you, Sony. And they've also said, I'm not going that far, but they've also said they will replace them. The that, CDs. If you have already purchased one of these CDs, you can get it replaced from Sony. And I urge you to do that, if only as a statement. I mean, if you own one of these CDs, call them up and say, I'm not taking it. Yeah, not only as a statement, but so you don't have to deal with the darn rootkit well, yeah, when you want to listen to Van Zandt. Right. I mean, we know there are ways to get around the rootkit, but... Yeah, you shouldn't have you to. You shouldn't have to. So, 
Go what, get your new CD. And and I, you know what? Positive feedback. This is right. You shouldn't have never done it in the first place. Putting mm-hmm. a, but this is finally the right response. But seriously, that it took this long. Oh yeah, unbelievable. I know. Oh, still too little, too late in yes. my mind. I totally agree. Like it's even. I have the decision to make now whether I'm actually going to buy a PS3 or an Xbox. Uh-huh. And I was leaning towards a PS3. And now I don't know, just out of principle. Let us, uh, let us add a couple more things to the... Let yeah. us pile on Sony a tiny bit more Yeah, just today. in case you weren't sure you wanted to go through the trouble of, of exchanging them and maybe like, oh, the rootkit's not so bad. I'll just uninstall it. Except that experts now say that the uninstall that Sony gives you might actually widen the security hole <laughs> and put your PC at risk even more. Princeton's awesome. Ed Felton and Alex Halderman have published new research into the security vulnerability that happens when you run the uninstaller. I saw the, that on Boing Boing Business Week is reporting it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's a, actually all over the place. But there's a link on Boing Boing to their blog where they talk about their research into the vulnerability. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe you can summarize it quickly since I'm looking at the wrong story and I got distracted <laughs> by how horrible it is. Basically, the consequences of the flaw are severe. It allows any web page you visit to download, install, and run any code it right. wants on your computer. So oh, any web page, for example, one of the hundred bajillion this phishing This is what sites. happens when you uninstall, when mm-hmm. you run the uninstall, according to the Princeton uh, researchers. Yeah. What they said in their blog posting was, this is about as serious as a security flaw can get. And by the way, what I got distracted by is is reading about the uninstall, the process of actually requesting the uninstall on its own, because CNET's Brian Cooley did this. He wrote to Sony and said, hey, I've got this rootkit, just, you know, kind of as an object lesson to find out what would happen. I have this rootkit on my computer now, I want to uninstall it. So they sent him a link to uninstall it. He clicks the link, he gets an error when he tries to run the the uninstall program it says like the ids don't match or something so then he goes to sony to request help and they say okay fill out this form for help and it has a drop down menu for your location and north america and the u.s are not in there (laughs) (laughs) what yeah you sure it's that user error because that's kind of insane i don't know brian Brian i know he is but (laughs) that would be unlikely yeah yeah no i'm wow yeah it's pretty amazing so Assuming that you can get the uninstall to work, then you'll be horribly, horribly at risk from one of the bajillion Fisher sites that are out there on the web. Now, we got a great email from Mick, as I had been explaining in a previous podcast, that all of your anger should not be directed towards all of Sony's divisions because they are not only separate divisions, but they're also competing divisions sometimes. Like, for instance, the Sony Electronics division is often at odds with the music division over such things as copyright. And I still hold to that. That is true. But Mick wrote in to point out that you can get angry at other arms of Sony for entirely different reasons, such as a story he sent us from the Scotsman that says Sony uh, has accused of... This is UK news. Yeah. I want to specify. Sony has been accused of leading a price fix cartel (laughs) to stop cheap deals on the web. So in other words, charging Uh online retailers more in wholesale for their electronics than they were charging to offline to brick and retailers stores. so that people couldn't find a good deal online. Right. So apparently then they've sent online prices actually soaring even above brick and mortar prices. So my hatred is justified. Well, oh, yes. Your hatred can be justified in many different ways, apparently. Good. Right. And I mean, all of those can be directed toward various Sony business units because don't forget, Sony also in August had to admit and sort of retract its fake movie reviews. That it had been seeding. 
positive reviews of Sony Universal oh. movies that turned out to not have been written. They were written in-house. They're written with a fictional name and planted, you know, planted attached to the names of real newspapers. So let's let's continue to help Veronica. Let's say, while we definitely <laughs> recommend making a purchasing choice based on the qualities of the product itself, you know, the, the emotional thing plays into it. Yes. You're thinking Xbox 360 versus PlayStation 3, Veronica, mm-hmm, right? Thinking. Uh, Microsoft... <laughs> according to a news.com story has uh, said that they're thinking about making their desktop applications free free and ad supported isn't that sweet giving away their their desktop apps <laughs> veronica for free. just looks gobsmacked if i may um those specific wanna... plans have been made but this is this is the talk yes so microsoft seems to be moving toward a really kind of nice friendly open company kind of ethos whereas sony seems to be demonstrating a serious deep down fundamental problem. I think there is something seriously going wrong in that company. I think they are desperate and afraid of dropping profits and they are going about it all wrong. So Whereas Microsoft, these, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, who knows? This, this story is taken from a paper uh, presented to company executives earlier this year. Microsoft has I read uh, this. confirmed the authenticity of the paper but declined to comment. So, right. so this, is, this is truly something they have been considering, but they're not commenting on how serious or, or where it is. But you know, the idea that they're, they're even exploring the idea is sort of hopeful. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft some, researchers yeah. basically said they need to consider creating ad-supported versions of their software, including Windows. I read something about some kind of company memo, or I forget where I saw it from. I wish I had written it down. Although Windows is still too insecure of an operating system to really, yeah, you know, to well, praise too, too much. But, but I oh, think they well, just yeah. realized that Maybe they're Maybe free too- is the right price. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let Veronica talk, Tom. God. They're just too big <laughs> for their britches, and I think they're finally realizing that and realizing that they have to compete with, like, leaner, hungrier companies that want to do things to, like, further the advancements. Mm-hmm. And so they know, like, we have to make some allowances and what we do in order for us to continue to survive. Yeah. Well, I think they also understand that you can't be separate from the web at this point. Right. At this point, like going forward, software cannot be not on the web, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like those two brand those two products are just coming together and I think Microsoft understands that they obviously because of that series of memos with between Bill Gates and Ray Ozzy that Web innovation is where they need to put all their energy now. They're finally starting to get it. They are mm-hmm. starting to get it. And it'll it's be interesting. Well, possibly. It's an image makeover, Maybe. too. You know, it's, it's changing the lot. way that people are, are starting to look at Microsoft. At least us. Yeah, me, definitely. It's going to take a lot. Uh, but it's a start. It's going to take a lot. But we have been saying a lot of nice things about them lately, which is pretty unusual. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm not even saying that they were as bad as we've historically made them out to be. They've just been <laughs> such easy. Well, they they've. I think they were in some ways, and I think in other ways they were just good joke fodder right. because they True. had such a bad reputation, and it may or may not have been deserved at this particular point in time. But now you find we find ourselves constantly looking at this going, wait, who said that? And then look at a company They're like what Sony now? that's not changing their ways and just sticking to right. you know, that kind of big business ideal, and now and a company what's that, happening. And a company that literally spent almost two weeks trying to deny the fact that it had abused its trust with its customers, that it had essentially planted viruses on their PCs, that it had put them at risk. I mean, it was literally not until basically today that they tacitly acknowledged that they had created risk. It started with ignore. It started with which ignore. Which is even worse. It start, then and deny. then it went to belittle. Yeah. Most people don't even know what a rootkit is, so why should they care? Mm-hmm. And then now it's at like, okay, if you really think you need a new CD, we'll give it to you. 
Oh, and by the way, our uninstall option exposes you to the worst sort of danger on the web. Get yeah, but now that's a company that doesn't get what? it. Now here's a company that does get it, but apparently <laughs> is losing ground, which is TiVo. Oh, uh, this is happening because mostly the set-top boxes being issued by cable companies are improving a lot. Mm -hmm. And so TiVo continues to lose ground to the generic versions right. of digital video recorders. But you know what? Well, We've been declaring TiVo's going to die for a long time, and they've been holding on pretty pretty yeah. well. I mean, I think their other big problem, as pointed out in the study, was that they um, can't do HD. They don't, there's no HD TiVo. At this point, or I, there's uh, not, there's one. I own one. There's one, but it's really expensive and it's only for DirecTV. There's not right. like there's a standalone. Only, there is only a DirecTV uh, HD TiVo. And there's no standalone TiVo right now with two tuners. Right. There's only a direct, which is ridiculous. This is what I have been arguing about with TiVo. I love TiVo. I want them to survive. I think there is absolutely no better user interface on a DVR than TiVo. I mean, some of these generic ones don't even have season pass functionality, but they're standalone boxes. Give me a break. Single tuner. Forget it. Well, and the, they're also integrated with your cable companies quite often. Yep. Right? And they're getting better. Some of them are, are getting the season pass options. You know, they've been continually improving to, to the point. And they're free mm -hmm. a lot of times. They just give it to you with your subscription. And you hit on the big point, which is the best version of TiVo is the one with DirecTV. Yeah. Because it's dual tuner and there's an HD version. And yep. DirecTV has said, we're going to do our own now. Yeah. That's that's bad That's news. That's the death blow. TiVo, seriously. Obviously, we know you have the capability to have two tuners in a standalone box and an HD tuner in a standalone box. Just do it. Just strike out on your own. Well, I think they have the name recognition now. I think they didn't have it before. Mm -hmm. But I wonder now if they decided to just say, you know what? That's it. We're going into the marketplace with our standalone box, and it's going to be the best box that we can give you, and we're going to rely on the TiVo brand to sell it instead of partnerships with Comcast or DirecTV or whatever. I wonder if it would work. I don't know. Tom looks so skeptical. I know. I, you know, I think Poor TiVo. I think TiVo's best bet is the portable stuff they got going on. Yeah, that's true. But then that's so hampered by licensing and DRM that yeah, and it's it, people and there's there still might be doubt no whether people it. want to watch portable video like that. I know too. And they had to scrap the deal with Netflix about downloading movies because of licensing and stuff. I don't know. Maybe there's no hope for TiVo. And an, and one 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 little piece of information that goes along with that: Do people want to watch video? Uh, it is that Night Stalker, one of the non-Disney shows that it w is available for download on iTunes as a video, got canceled. Mm -hmm. Oh, sad. So I don't know if they're, I wonder if they're going to, if ABC is going to replace that maybe with Alias. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Probably not. Yeah. Because I think they put Night Stalker on there as their leading edge, like maybe this will help the show if we promote it. Like right. Lost was the one that would draw people in because it's the big hit. And then Night Stalker was like, and Desperate to, Housewives. Like I hadn't too. really heard yeah. of it. Well, yeah, Desperate Housewives is another one to draw people in. And I Although think Night totally Stalker was panned this season. It was their bet to oh, yeah. like uh, to get, get like people to aware of it because I right. was not aware of it. Before and they were hoping that was the show that people on. would watch a couple episodes and then buy the DVDs. Right. But it turns but, out now. Oh. Well, they certainly weren't watching the show. Bummer, bummer. Hey, what's up with um Blu-ray and HD DVD these days? We yeah. haven't talked about our exciting next generation optical storage format war lately. Yeah, uh, there's a posting on Slashdot linking to uh, yahoo.com slash PC. <laughs> the web just makes attribution a pain I know. in the butt. Uh, Yahoo Originally has a PC, a PC World, World story, story that we saw on Slashdot. Uh, <laughs> it's a summary of the latest technical wheelings and dealings, but the thing that caught my eye is, among other things, a red 9 gigabyte HD format for Blu-ray. What? Because 
even though Blu-ray is a blue laser, they would have a red HD format, uh, <sighs> and that would make initial Blu-ray content that fits even cheaper than HD DVD. Hmm. But it sounds like only not all movies because it wouldn't have high enough capacity for all movies. Well, yeah, exactly. So it's it's sort of a way of them to sell some cheaper versions of certain movies still in the HD format. What is the point of a next generation format that then has... So a dual layer disc now has, what, about seven gigs, I think? What what is the point of a nine gigabyte disc that requires a new player? Cheaper. It's not cheaper if you have to buy all new hardware, which you do, right? Well, but they're accounting that people are going to buy this hardware anyway. Whether it's HD DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, people are going to want HD format DVD players, right? So they're going to put out the Blu-ray ones, which are going to be a little expensive. So to undermine HD DVD, they're going to put out the red ones for the movies that are smaller and then be able to sell them cheaper and run run HD DVD. And And really, you guys don't win. I mean, you get HD DVDs, but you like you get high def DVDs, but you don't get m- way more storage in terms of data. You don't get well, at least you, not right you away. S- you get it, yeah. You, you you'll get it with the regular Blu-ray. You just yeah. won't get it for cheaper. Plus, it'll be red, not blue. <laughs> you don't like cheaper? I don't know how cheaper. It's not going to be yeah. cheaper than current DVDs, and it's still going to cost me money to upgrade my hardware, which I'm kind of not that happy about. You know? Well, you're going to have to upgrade your hardware. And to what watch does cheaper HD. mean? It's, you're going to if you want to watch an HD DVD, you have to upgrade your hardware. That's just a given. Yeah, but I could just do that now and get an existing DVD, right? Like, I can buy a new DVD player and be able to watch high-definition movies. Are there any HD movies out right now? DVD players? I know Toshiba was planning on putting one out, but I wasn't sure if any of them had been released yet. I don't know. So it's all, so all DVD, all DVD players currently upconvert if you're watching an HD movie? That's the only ones I know is that they, I don't think there are any HD DVDs out there, are there? I don't know. I bet I know who will know. You guys. (laughs) (laughs) tell us i mean okay yeah i'm gonna have to buy a new dvd player but cheaper is relative since we have no idea how much this stuff's gonna cost at this point anyway and to me it's just like oh great so now you have a next generation format and it doesn't have that much storage after all. but they still have the one that has the storage yeah it's not like they're getting rid of the regular yeah but who knows if that'll even come out Mm. once they you know ugh I don't know. I so stopped caring like weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to come back with a little bit more about the Xbox 360. And we got some bits about free TV shows and American Idol's technology show. Just a sec. Do you believe anything is possible? At Earthlink, we do. We believe the same company that delivers your lightning fast DSL connection can deliver your home phone service and wireless service too. one company for all your communication needs. Visit earthlink.net and start believing today. Earthlink, we revolve around you. Dishy, American Idol's technology show. Actually, let's start with a quick Xbox 360 follow-up because we had the discussion yesterday, what's today, Tuesday, yesterday, about um, the Xbox 360 and whether the core version had a hard drive. It apparently does not. Yeah, and the issue was that the backwards compatibility for the 210 or so titles that will be backwards compatible, because not all titles are going to be backwards compatible in the Xbox 360. But even to get the backwards compatibility, you have to install software Mm -hmm. and the Xbox 360 core machine, not having a hard drive makes it awfully difficult to install software. Yes. So we're thinking the upshot is probably the core machine, which is the cheapest, won't be backward compatible. I guess not. Unless you Unless, Unless you spend $99 on the 20 gigabyte hard drive upgrade, which you would get if you bought the $399 you might as well just buy the other version. You might as well just buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, why are they putting out the core version? Kind of like the nine gig red disc. Why? Why <laughs> do you have something against cheaper stuff? I don't know. It's just an option. Cheaper than what? 
Molly wants everyone to pay more. Cheaper than what? <laughs> it, the core version is cheaper than all the other versions. Yeah, but it doesn't have anything that you want. No, nobody should buy Stop it. Stop trying to entice me to Someone not may spend. want it. It's a lie. Someone because may you know want what it. it is? The cheaper <laughs> you, is you, a lie. The cheaper you is a lie. You speak for all the people. If you want to have a headset, if you want to have another game, if you want to ever play your Xbox with anybody else, then you have to buy that as an accessory. Maybe if you they're ever, an owner. You don't know. Maybe they don't have friends. Maybe they are, but... I am saying that for most consumers, that is a lie. It's a loss leader gadget that's designed to get you in the door and then spend more money on accessories than you would have spent if you bought the three ninety nine version in the first place. I urge you to look at our alpha blog, alpha.cnet.com, and um, filter by games and gear and look for Rob Devin's post on this very issue. He found that you could spend like two or $250 on the accessories that essentially you would get with the higher model. So... Well, I think that's why I'm suspicious of the Blu-ray thing, and I'm... It's the free marketplace, though. People don't have to buy it. Yeah, but people get fooled. What, Maybe you, they just don't have the extra I'm just trying. Bucks. I'm just trying to protect the people. Well, that's good. We should give them the advice. doesn't mean that Microsoft shouldn't put it out there and try it. Hey, it's free country. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like how you're taking the side of the evil company today. That's sweet. No, I'm right. not saying people should buy it. I think the core is, is worthless. Well, I don't think Microsoft should try to trick people into buying more stuff. So maybe they're not so uh, altruistic and good anymore. After so all. you probably have a problem with free TV shows, too. <laughs> <don't you? laughs> they're a lie. <laughs> Actually, we didn't. They might be a lie. <laughs> well, a- AOL has upped their plans for uh, putting free TV shows on their. I think it's on a streaming video. Is it not? Yes. Uh, option. So you will get such wonderful items as uh, Chico and the Man, for instance. <laughs> Are they going to put your um, show on? What's that show welcome, you like? Welcome back, Cotter. Wonder Woman. No. Nobody's ever going to put 10 speed and brown shit hey, anywhere. Hey, look, I'm Nikita. Yeah, the I, fugitive, actually. A, oh, a, that's cool. That's pretty cool. I used to watch La Femme Nikita in the middle of the night when I was working for the Associated Press in the Omaha, Nebraska Bureau because it was really quiet there. <laughs> and it was on USA. <laughs> I, I think, so far, I think this is a pretty good deal. You I get think free it is. TV, 300 television series starting in January, free yeah. streaming. We discussed yesterday that the catch, such as it is, is that you have to sign up for AOL's um, special file sharing, video sharing service, but it's unclear what that means. Like, I, I don't think you have to give them a credit card for that, or I don't know. If you're not an AOL member, I suppose that's possibly a drawback. You know what I just realized? No. Y- you know why I don't care about the HD DVD Blu-ray thing? <laughs> you don't care, but you've been sitting there thinking about it for a while? For the whole time. Yeah. It's because I'm just going to end up watching everything on my computer anyway. I know. That's exactly like, I'm expecting in the near future for I... to be able to watch movies and TV shows and everything else I want yep. directly on the internet, on my you computer. and Bill Gates. That's why I think the no, bigger we're buddies, yeah. That's why I think the bigger Blu-ray disc will probably never materialize because they'll just this nine gig will be a stopgap, and then everything will be online on the network. That's why I don't care. All right, the one you've been waiting for, American Idol's technology show. Woohoo! Uh, saw this posting on Boing Boing as well. ABC going to do American Inventor. Got a great idea. Wait, there's already a show like that. Producers of the hit TV show American Idol are developing a new primetime program for ABC about tech innovations called American Inventor, and Simon Cowell is one of the EPs because he knows so much about technology. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, he knows about making money. (laughs) um, There's already a show like that? Yeah, I've seen it. What's it called? I don't know. Uh Someone's going to have to call it. Is it done by American Idol? No. Does it have Simon Cowell as an executive producer? No. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then it's dead in the water. All right, here's the list. If you want to take your invention and have it appropriated by a major media outlet and take away all your royalties, go to San Francisco <laughs> on November 17th, Denver on December 1st, Chicago December 4th, New York December 7th, Washington, D.C. December 11th, and Atlanta December 14th. 
This could is be worth it. Awesome. Because you, your invention might never get off the ground otherwise. Yes. And Boing Boing encourages you to go read the FAQ. Yeah, definitely read the FAQ. ABC.go.com. Pretty hilarious. Another hilarious thing is the Democrats. <laughs> Democrats, they crack me up. <laughs> Those funny Democrats. <laughs> they're, uh, uh, in, in an attempt to uh, be politicians, they're delivering an innovation <laughs> agenda. <laughs> this is great. I love it when politicians try to talk tech. I wish politicians would just stay out of technology. Yeah, they don't really understand it. <laughs> of all stripes. Uh, really. But Although, the blog was really cute. The, one that the we blog at. of the uh, speaker of the yeah. house. Yeah, that was, that was really cute. Yeah. I like the blogging. It's kind of fun. <laughs> the but, kids are doing it, I heard. They like the MTV and the blogging. Now, this is, sounds good at, on top, which is basically universal broadband. Yeah. Whether it's Wi-Fi, WiMAX, we don't care. We want universal broadband access within five years. I want that too. That's great. I agree. Bring it on. What Maybe a, you what could a talk to uh, Verizon about that because they seem to have some issues with it. And maybe you could talk to Comcast and... Anyway, the, think, only, the only thing I can say about this is it. They know darn good and well they're going to run up against the corporate roadblock. It's a uh, similar to a proposal put forth by the president of the United States last year, but it seems to be a little more modest, which is probably a good thing. Being a little it more makes realistic, it maybe about slightly it. more possible. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, I want that too. So bring it on, whoever, whoever gets it done, I'll vote for. Maybe. What's this about the feds and their blackberries, Molly? <laughs> In other government <laughs> news. Um, as you know, there is a long-standing lawsuit war going on between uh, Research in Motion, which makes the BlackBerry, and NTP, oh. which holds the patent on the BlackBerry. So this battle is kind of, it's just, it's been very, it's been a, a difficult battle. But the government has weighed in as a witness saying, dude, we totally want our BlackBerries. So um, if we could like not give the agreement to NTP, that'd be cool. <laughs> It's something Which I think is hilarious. Shocking, shockingly high percentage of um, government workers that use the Blackberries, and so if that goes away, they have really got don't really know what to do there. I know persuasive argument. It's you know <laughs> like give us our Blackberries. Are you really going to be the appeals court who told the federal government that they can't have their Crackberries? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go there. All right, one last little bit. A uh, Linux tablet is supposed to be released in two days. Nokia finally set a November 17th U.S. shipping date for a $359 internet tablet featuring a Debian-based distribution called Mamo. Hmm. I think I'm pronouncing that wrong, actually, but uh, it's M-A-E-M-O. Plus, I thought it was Debian. Yeah, it's probably. I'm, I always <laughs> say Debian. I don't know how I started saying that, but yeah, it's Debian. So start the hate mail now. Uh, you can send it to us. <laughs> At buzz at cnet.com. Speaking of emails, uh, Jason, who <laughs> whose email whose voicemail we did not play yesterday because of all the wind, sorry, um, said that he wanted to clarify that it was not wait, the wait, Apple. Wait, wait, what, what was this? It, it wasn't the geniuses that were that well, were wrong. I thought from reading his email that it was the geniuses and Apple's tech support line. Nobody at Apple knew that the Nano was shipping with the case. Not the geniuses, the freaking geniuses. I'm trying to pull his email up right now. Hold on, Jason. Uh, says, I spoke with Apple's technical support line and not with an Apple genius at their store. Oh. Oh. Oh, I dare you to ask a genius. Oh. <laughs> Is that he, a double dog dare? <laughs> Jason I'll give you a shiny $2 bill if you can ladies. find a genius. <laughs> Jason says, I think it's even worse that their phone text did not know since they should be able to get instant email updates about new policies in place. <laughs> that, that, is, that is true. Good call. You'd think they would have some computers of some sort. Oh, David wrote in about our Frapper site uh, that was set up for us. Thanks again, mm -hmm. folks, for setting this up. We have, uh, last I checked, like almost 90 people. It's awesome. It. So keep going. Keep going, because Leo Laporte has 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's at Frapper, F-R-A-P-P-R, 
not E-R, mm-hmm. dot com slash buzz out loud. Yes. Go put your little push pin in. Tell us where you are. Teague wrote in to let us know the answer to our uh, question about whether blank media was taxed, a piracy tax. He said audio CDs are taxed, not data CDs. That's right. And I actually did an interview with Alex Wellen about that for CNET ah. uh, a while back. So I, that's what was bugging me in the back of my mind. That's right. Because you can legally create mixtape type stuff on an audio CD because you're paying the tax. You can't legally do it on a data CD, even though the CDs are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's just that you pay the tax on one and not on the other. So if you want cheap CDs, buy the data CDs. Brilliant. Uh, Don C. wrote in to talk about DRM and point out that what seems in his mind to be overlooked in the DRM controversy is that the distributors of this content, Sony, BMG, Arista, Virgin, BMI, etc., don't create anything, which is an argument that I made as well. What And so his question is, what do they at this point bring to the table other than distribution? Marketing. The only thing I could think of. Yeah, I think so. But the and I think artists are starting to realize that the internet has such a low barrier to entry that they can almost accomplish their own distribution and marketing through word of mouth or Mm -hmm. buzz or internet meme, whatever. Um, And so he said that he thinks really what the companies are doing is just freaking out in response to the possibility that their their entire existence is now useless. That's a good point. Yeah. I think marketing is a huge thing here. I think if somebody who has the power to market would get into this and start competing with the record companies, we'd see some big changes really fast. Yes, we would. All right. Now, uh, so do we, it, someone. Molly and I were talking earlier today about what uh, interviews we should get, what people we should get to interview, because people seem to like the separate interview podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we want to hear what folks you want to you want us to talk to. I mean, obviously we're going to try to get Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, but yeah. uh, who else? Who else? As Molly put on the forums, would you like to have lunch with? <laughs> <laughs> I like to have lunch with anyone. So anyway, uh, we we have posted that topic in the Buzz Out Loud forum forum.cnet.com. Look for the Buzz Out Loud Lounge, and uh, go there. Tell us who you want to who you want to hear from, and maybe what you want to hear. All right, and yes, post your feedback there, forums.cnet.com, or give us an email, buzz at cnet.com, or give us a call, 1-800-616-CNET. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.